perfect is perfect performance. Yes, this is a science fiction rating system. It's episode 130. Thank you. Because uh, we say that now, and I didn't know we said it. Uh, yeah, and uh, I am ACH2820. Uh, and oh, yeah, see what I did there? That's just my initials. Uh, and I'm joined by uh, Sam Draper. What's your uh, THX name? <coughs> SXD 1984. Very good. And Chris Redding. What's yours? Uh, CJR1984. Brilliant. There you go. Uh, and we are here to rank, rate, review, chat about science fiction films. Uh, and this is, a, this is THX 1138, the 1971 film directed, uh, written story by and screenplay by George Lucas. Uh, also uh, by Walter Murch, who wrote mm. Return to Oz and was in the sound department of a lot of films. But that's all I can find. I've met Walter Murch. Oh, okay. Have before you? Before Christmas. Christmas. Just before Christmas. What did he... What, uh, what was... Yeah, he's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. That's, that, was, that was code. That was Chris Code, I think. We can yeah, pick up on that. to you later about that. Yeah, yeah cool. Yeah. <laughs> Off air business. Don't no, worry. he's all right. Big, big shout to Walter Merch. Hope yeah. you're doing well. Yeah. Um, yeah, and this one was suggested by a viewer uh, who I'm sure Sam can edit in. By the end of the episode, I'll find I did just meet with later. him, by the way. I worked with him for a whole oh, day. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. What, what did you work with him on? Making a documentary about editing for Adobe. Oh. Oh. Was he in the sound department then, or was he like, interviewed? No, oh, he's a, like an editor, filmmaker. Uh, so, right. okay. He wrote. He, he, he wrote this on. as well, right? He yeah, he co-wrote yeah, yeah. his yeah. screenplay. Yeah, with the uh, yeah, worked on. I mean, some epic shit. Mm. Right. Yeah, um, yeah. Is a uh, Tony? That's who wrote in. Tony. Well, thank yes. you, Tony. Um, it's good to do a, a George Lucas film that isn't a Star Wars film. It's interesting. Um, yes. Yeah. Um, now the, well, especially considering the, the Star Wars films we've got left well, that he directed. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, yeah. The plot of THX, uh, and this is what IMDb says, it's in the 25th century, a time when people have designations instead of names, a man, TX1138, and a woman, LUH3417, rebel against their rigid, controlled society. Mm. Um, or it could have just said, it's 1984, but it's not. Like they could have just said that, couldn't it? As a yeah, synopsis. Yeah. <laughs> um, and before we get into it, what version of this film did you guys watch? Because there are multiple versions. I don't know. I feel oh. like the effects were quite good on mine. Aha. Yes. That, that's, what I thought, ding, that's what I thought as well. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. That has answered my question. Because what you two and I watched was the 2004 director's cut. Which includes... Com- I can't believe he fucked this up. <laughs> it includes... <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, because I sat there and I was like, whoa, the effects are like... Was really like a, Yeah, the bit of, like, all the, the, the metal's melting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the, the animals, yeah. the creatures at the, the end. Creatures. and the Yeah. Yeah, right. So yeah. I will guide uh, you through. In 1967, uh, Lucas made this as a student film. Uh, the runtime was 15 minutes and it was called THX 1138 4EB. Uh, and that is a bonus feature. That original is a bonus feature on the director's cut. So in 1971, he made the studio version. Uh, it mm. was a joint venture between Warner Brothers and uh, Coppola's American Zootrope. Uh, it okay. was uh, distributed to theatres. It had five minutes taken out, apparently against Lucas's wishes, by Warner Brothers. 
so that was an 81 minute version and that has never been released mm-hmm. on home uh... media no one has unless you if you saw that at the cinema you'd never see that again uh and it re- received mixed reviews uh it failed to get success basically it didn't do very well uh, in 1977, after the success of Star Wars, it was re-released with footage that had been deleted by Warner Brothers, edited back in, but it still did not gain a huge popularity. Um, it did gain a bit of a cult status, and it has been sampled, interestingly, sampled by bands from Nine Inch Nails, The, Sa- the Shaman, Orbital, and DJ Shadow. So it kind of got a bit of a weird cult following. Uh, mm. This version, which is 86 minutes, this is the 77 restored version, was released on VHS and Laserdisc. And then finally, we come to the 2004 Director's Cut. Uh, now, this was under Lucas' supervision, the film underwent an extensive restoration and digital intermediate process. Um, the original negative was scanned, digital colour correction was applied, brand new digital master was created, computer generated imagery and audio visual registration techniques were applied to the film. Uh, it's basically. There were expanded st- scenes and their effects put on. Uh, it increased the runtime to 88 minutes. Uh, it was screened uh, and it did. That's the version that you would now see. Um, uh. It's interesting because at the time the, re- the film received an R rating uh, from the MPAA due to changes. The rating system since the original re- release. Uh, so it was basically it was a PG. Uh, and then with yeah. the, this 2004 is basically an R rating, and it's the only R film that George Lucas has ever uh, made. So yeah, so kind of almost we could disqualify this immediately because we haven't really watched the film as we should have watched it. But I guess like that's George Lucas, isn't it? Really, <clears throat> can't really uh, he can't not he can't leave things alone, can he? No, I can't believe it. <laughs> Are you shocked by that? Right. All that I am. <laughs> I just can't believe that, like, oh, I don't know. What's wrong with him? Yeah. Yeah. Because some of the, I mean, you know, the, the, the sets and a lot of the stuff in there is pretty decently made. It's not a badly made film, you know. I suppose he's, he's wants to do Well, I was place. sitting there thinking, anyway, actually, yeah. this is kind of proper directing because you see, and and filmmaking, because you don't see a lot of stuff and it's kind of, like there'd be little shots of people watching something, but you never see yeah. what they're watching or, mm. and it's like, like he never did that recently. No, no. Um, before the film starts, there's a very weird trailer for an old Buck, Buck Rogers film. <laughs> Buck Rogers. Yeah. And, um, that is intended. He intended to put that in. It's, uh, it's an attempt to draw an ironic contrast between the swashbuckling Rogers and the title character in this bleak science fiction film. Mm. Um, it just felt like feels like film school wanker to me. That does. It's a bit weird. Like, yeah, it's such like a you know him and Coppola and everyone like going oh we've watched every film. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, no, it's we, a bit, we know all about this stuff. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, it's a bit annoying. Uh, and then you get the credits and they scroll backwards, which was interesting. You don't know again, what, yeah. Oh, they normally scroll that way. You're going to scroll them backwards. Wah, wah, wah. Okay. Just put me in a real bad mood from the start. Did it? Okay. How about the the fact that it was Lalo Lalo Schifrin doing the soundtrack, which is pretty. Who's Lalo Schifrin. Uh, uh, it, it did like loads of the like western spaghetti westerns. Mm. Like he's pretty famous. Oh. Yeah, like he's kind of a big name for this level of film. I'm not being rude. I did think the sound soundtrack was good actually. I like yeah. the soundtrack. Google him. Yeah. Look up look up his credits. You're gonna find some pretty good stuff. Um so yeah, so we're kind of thrown into uh 
I mean, it really, it, it, unlike a lot of George Lucas stuff, it kind of throws you in the world quite quickly, doesn't it? Mm. Mm. As Chris said, there's you kind of get like these, just like, it's just a kind of a mundane everyday life of these depressing people, isn't it? Like, you get like a, a Robert DeVal, who is THX, he's kind of just at his job, and then he's in a confessional, and then he's at home, and it's just kind of, you're just kind of watching their lives. What did, what did you think? Th- Sorry. I thought you did a really good job of, of that. The initial world building with them just you hearing mm. the calls that support centre coming in, yeah, it looping around, 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 and like all the shops. Mm. I thought it was a really good, yeah, way of building the world very fast there to start quickly getting stuff going. It's very, uh, yeah, yeah, it was nice. Yeah, what did you think, Chris? No, I, I th- actually thought it was a style which I don't recognise as George Lucas, and mm. it's. Because of the, it's very like mixed media and all that editing, and I th- I thought it was really good, and also yeah, I kind of did like the the advert at the top, even though I didn't know why it was there. Yeah, um, yeah, it's kind of that sort of hippie style, which you see like Wes Anderson do or something, and mm. um, you you yeah, I just uh, you forget that George Lucas. It it was also surprising to me that George Lucas can do that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, and, 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 you know, the story and the kind of the feel of it is a much more adult than you've ever seen. Yeah. Even something like American Graffiti, mm. that's kind of a fun ride. I mean, it, it's got adult themes in it, but it's not really an adult film. Mm. I mean, the fact that they made Happy Days out of it shows, kind of tells you all you need to know. But um, yeah, it's much... I don't more... think New, New Hope's a, a badly directed film, is it though? It's just a different sort of film. Like it's mm. that's just like a yeah. he's like doing a lot of like a Sergio Leone sort of like mm. western sort of shots in that. But it's not a it's competently made, isn't it? I think it's competent, but I yeah, agree it's with not Chris. competency. It's like just styles just of storytelling. Yes, it's, yeah. it's there's yeah. mm. we don't see this mixed media approach. No, mm. and I mean it, it's quite you kind of see pretty quickly. Like there's that bit where everyone like there's a massive explosion and loads of people die. And then you've just got that voice being like, oh, we just had an explosion, but only 66 people died. So, like, don't worry about it. Just keep going. Like, mm. it, like you say, it kind of quickly throws you into this um, kind of familiar from 1984 in Metropolis. But also this kind of like, it, yeah, it just you, you do really feel like you're in the world very quickly. When um, was uh, like, Logan's um, run compared to this? Later, later. A bit later. Not much, though. No. The 75 Logan's run, was it? Maybe. Yeah. It felt to me uh, like nineteen eighty four through the lens of two thousand one. That's the kind of thing I got. Mm. Yeah, that sounds like a pitch in an LA, uh, <laughs> in like a film film like a, yeah, could, like a production could, room pitch. That does <laughs> totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I know. The fact that everyone's bald, I quite like the look of it. Like the way everyone's bald. Like the men and women are quite like you can't really. Everyone's quite androgynous. You don't really tell. You know, there's a sense, yeah. isn't there, in this world that they're... I mean, from what I could tell, it is quite an elusive uh, movie. From what I could tell, I don't know if you agree, everyone was taking those drugs to kind of keep them passive and mm. to keep them not having emotions, as it were. A bit like yeah, a, a bit like the sensational film Equilibrium. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, to keep them on task, I think. Yeah, exactly. The, uh, and just to... Pro- and yeah. all they were... It seemed that all they were producing was the robots that were then policing them in a weird way. I think was the implication that like there's other sort of societies that they're sort of creating this stuff for. Well, uh, there's no, one point police, you see a bunch, amazing, right? yeah, but you see a bunch of nuns at one point. 
Yeah. Which I didn't really understand. And there's obviously that was that monk guy. Mm. I don't know. Mm. You couldn't tell whether there was a hierarchy. It didn't feel like there was a hierarchy. Yeah, you not didn't like see anyone Logan. at the top or like... No, not like in... Um, what's the Charlton Heston... Was it Charlton Heston one we watched? Oh, uh, Soylent yeah. Green. Yeah. It wasn't Soylent the kind Green. of Soylent Green. It, it, it looked like... Yeah, like you say, it was more this like Logan's run. Like, this is it. This is It's all just yeah. doing this. Yeah. It's like a circle kind of thing. Mm. Um, mm. Yeah. And I mean, we didn't really... see any reason for the system to be like that, though, did we? We didn't see why it was set no. up like that, or not even really, if there's no, no one running or benefiting from it. No, not really. I like that, though. I think... No, I didn't. You like that? I... Yeah, I like that. I didn't mind that as a concept. Because it's like the idea that that's just... We've kind of we've we've gone forward, 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 and before we've known it, that's what we've become, kind of thing. But also, it's that, showing that they can tell a particular story, and they don't have to tell you. It's like anything else. Exactly, we don't yeah. have to say why there's a president and people vote for him and things like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm. It also helps because normally when they get to those wider bits, is when they normally trip themselves up with something that doesn't make sense, yeah. or you're like, uh, yeah, true. Mm. Yeah, um, probably one Anna, of Anna Logan's run. Yeah. Probably one of the bleakest bits of the film is when we see Duval uh, watching his hologram uh, uh, TV thing being masturbated off by a giant wank machine. Did you notice the big mm, wank machine? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and that then was later changes. incorporated into R2-D2. <laughs> Perhaps. Uh, and then he just changed channels to just a man being beaten up and just watches that for age. I mean, it's pretty. I mean, it was like that was 15 minutes in. I was like, this is fucking bleak. Their TV's like, not very good. No, their TV is pretty bad. Um, you, you missed a bit just before that as well when he goes to the the prayer booth. Well, that was brilliant as well. Oh, the way, like, yeah. God's yeah. like not <laughs> Jesus is there, but not listening to what he's saying. Like going, "Oh, you're a great son. Mm, yeah, thank you for coming. You're doing really good work." And he's like going, "Oh, I don't know what's yeah. going on. I've, I've got these all these weird <laughs> weird ideas and things." And going, "Oh, yeah, just, you're fantastic. Yeah. It's really good." No, I mean that I lo- that concept of it just kind of yeah, you kind of have messages that are kind of being spat at them constantly, aren't they? Like mm. it's kind of yeah. Yeah, like you say, no one's really listening. It's uh, yeah, and I thought the, the the sets were pretty good. I was quite impressed with the sets. Um, yeah, which can't have been redone in this version. They must have just looked like that. Well, they must have all been I, on I location, think... right? The yeah, I don't know. I couldn't see where it was made, where it was filmed. I don't really know. I think they use a an unfinished underground station. I think I read somewhere. Um, oh, for the bit with the um, yeah towards the end with the children mm, was it that bit? Mm. Yeah, and and they must have had the, the where the manipulator arms type thing that must have been a real thing because it looks too good. Yes, you know, I think that must windows. have been a a real. I think that was a. I thought I read that was like a nuclear plant or something, or like an actual. Mm. Like you say, yeah, that was an that must have been an actual yeah. thing. Mm. Yeah, that can't have. Yeah, no, it can't have built that. Um, so then we kind of the third character. So you've got THX, which is Robert Duvall. We've got uh, LUH, which is Maggie McComey. Uh, mm-hmm. And then the third character is SEN, uh, who is Donald Pleasance, who I think is great. Um, yeah. And he is just super weird in this. Uh, he seems to just work in a... He's just like in the control room, isn't he? Just watching Robert Duvall. And he gets weirdly obsessed with Robert Duvall. And yeah. he's like his insecurity, isn't it? Something, but as mm. clearly he's going beyond his station. Yeah, to to look at to interfere with his life. Yeah, Robert Duvall's life. So yeah, so so we see him watching, and then it, it seems to again, like I say, the plot is quite vague. Duvall seems to come off his drugs, and then then he becomes more like normal. 
So then mm. him and LUH have sex and like it's all great and it's like, yeah, everything's great. We've got emotions again. Uh, but then before he knows it, she's been sent somewhere. And uh, just, just going back a bit, I, the, one of my, my favourite in the whole film is when they finish having sex and it, she's like getting worried and he goes, don't worry, there's no one watching us. And they just cut <laughs> straight away to that massive table and all watching mm. them have sex. It was brilliant. And then the shot of Donald Pleasance with all those monitors with the yeah. same image on it. Yeah. Really good. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, yeah. Um, yeah, then she gets moved and Donald Pleasance turns up and he says, uh, He's just like, what's he? He says a really funny. I thing. want to be your roommate. Is that it? Yeah, you rate very high in sanitation. I've checked. Yeah, he says that's like his, he just wants to live with him. So it's basically like, yeah, and then it, it seems to be that roommates are assigned, but somehow Donald Pleasance has mucked with the computers to get like to get Robert DeVos' roommate because he's obsessed with him. I did it. Yeah, like it was like, very yeah. very weird. Um, yeah, that was very weird. Um, and then, kind of again, plot-wise, Donald. Oh, then there's a horrible. Yeah, there's a horrible accident, isn't there? Robert Duvall. There seems to be some because he's distracted. He has a. He causes a horrible accident. Yeah. Um. And he's not on his drugs. Yeah, because he's not on his drugs. Uh, and he dobs in Donald Pleasance, but obviously then the cops turn up for some sex crimes. Uh, <laughs> probably. Sex crime. Uh, and um, <laughs> and put him in uh, and put him in prison. Um, mm. And there's that very. I thought that the weird the scene with the uh, the trial that was quite interesting. Where they again they're just talking over each other. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I love the, I love the the cuts like into that kind of stuff with no setup, and mm. you're sort of you're a few lines in before you know what's going on, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's very mature filmmaking, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, there's um, lots of really good cutaways. Like there was one of that robot just like banging into the side of the wall or something. Yeah. Do you remember that cutaway? Yeah, and like, yeah. There's just lots yeah. of weird moments. There's lots like, of like little trips or like just little things which aren't perfect, which are put in, which is quite good. Mm. Like yeah. they show people milling around and someone will trip on something or... Um, yeah. It, it just shows... like Star Wars is quite a simplistically rendered thing compared to this, isn't it? it how the dialogue mm. is and... It's very. Uh... I think again, though, it's just that he's attacking a different genre, yeah. isn't he? It's not that he's he's lost. It's just that it's just a sort of different. He's making a big fantasy kids film, isn't he? Rather yeah. than a mm. art house film. Yeah, um, yeah, that's true. I think I think the the car chase at the end when we get like I'm jumping ahead a bit, but that the direction of that is the only bit that felt like Star Wars to me. Like you could see the same sort yeah. of the way he tracks the motion of the car going down the track stuff. Mm. But that felt very much like a speed or something like that. Mm. Speed a bit. Yeah. yeah. That's probably and also the sounds as well. Like there's a lot of mm. weird, like very Star Wars sounding sounds in that. Yeah, and he's like building a C three PO, isn't mm. he? Mm. Kind of. Yeah. But the, yes. the kind of like the half built robot looks loads like C three PO. Yeah, I guess so. Um, I mean, there's a kind of big section here where he's in uh, he's in prison. He's kind of first he's in he's in prison like on his own, like, and they seem to do all these tests yeah. on him and stuff. And there's a really, I thought probably my favorite bit was the bit where he's in the cell and then it keeps cutting to the guys and they're kind of controlling him. Is, yeah. Was that Lucas and Coppola? Oh, I don't I don't know. I don't know about that. I'm going to look at that. It sounded like it sounded loads like George Lucas yeah, the one did. I'm going to look that up. I'm going to look that up. It, I, what I read was I it, it was it was like a comment on... Um, what was it? What did he say? It was like some kind of comment on like filmmaking or on like kind of how... I, like... Like... 
distant people were in mm. controlling other people. Like mm. it's it's a directly obviously a comment on that because they're just chatting yeah. away, aren't they? Like, oh, press that button. Oh no, what does that do? Oh no, I don't think you should do that. And then he's just like yeah. screaming and like contorting and stuff. It's really horrible. It's really good as well because what what Robert Duvall is actually doing without that voiceover would look ridiculous. Yeah, it looks so like stupid and like oh, this is a bit you know on the nose. Yeah. But because of the cutaways, that it really works really well. Yeah. I think mm. kind of a yeah. Um, I think the use of cutaways in the actual editing is 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 really good. Really, yeah, good, yeah. yeah, definitely, yeah. I mean, I think now you're armed with the knowledge that it's been kind of mucked around with a bit. I think really it's more the effects that were kind of mucked around with. So I guess yeah. we can't really say we think it looked good in terms of special effects because that is the yeah. 2004 version. When everything but, started blowing up, I could just tell that was not made in the 70s. No. But I mean, as far as like you say, the editing yeah. and the story and the performances and the direction—that is—I don't think he went and re, re- you know, re-edited the entire film. You know, you'd hope that pretty much what you saw in terms of those was, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's odd, yeah, like you say, to have such a mature film and then almost to regress. Like it's weird that he never went back to making a film like this. Mm. Like, did he? Yeah, did know. he not want to make another serious film? In his in his career, I mean, he made he made Reds, didn't he? That was like his, yeah. and he spent a long time trying to get that done, didn't mm. he? Just though, like he had like, he, he, you know, you want to make one thing of a lot of different things, one big war film, Indiana Jones, mm. you know. Perhaps he just thinks I've done that. No point going back to it, you know. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Get Jar Jar um, Binks out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So Deval's kind of he meets up with Lure again, uh, and they have sex again, and she says she's going to have a child. But then yeah. uh, robot cops come and beat him up, and then they take him to this kind of other prison, which is this kind of giant white space with beds in the middle, and uh, it's kind of all very odd. You've got Sid Haig there, who is the big guy who beat the who tried to rape the woman. He's in horror yeah. horror films and stuff, um, and a lot of it is kind of Donald Pleasance rambling and kind of trying to kind of get them to revolt or something. But I read that a lot of his speeches are, are made up from Richard Nixon, Nixon speeches yeah. or something for some yeah. reason. And I don't really know what yeah. the reason is. I mean, there seemed to be speculation that their names, that it was S-E-N is sin, mm. L-U-H yeah. is love, and T-H-X... Oh, God, what was T-H-X? I can't remember what T-H-X was. T-H-X was supposed to mean something... But then again, I've also read that THX was like... THX1138 was like his phone number in LA or something. Oh, right. So do you know what I mean? It like Has someone just said yeah. all this stuff after the fact to make it more... I think this was the weakest bit of the film for me. This, yeah, uh, whole but just section. them being in the kind of white... Just it, well, it was like very, yeah, visually boring, and it went on a bit too long. Of sort of, and I don't the kind of like weirdo characters they've got. You know, like there's a short one, a tall one. They're all a bit zany. Yeah, the shell, the shell dweller, cliched, really, the shaven shell yeah. dweller. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I agree with you. I think it's sagged. What do you think, Chris? Do you think this? Yeah, was it's kind just of a little cool? bit boring, isn't it? It's a, li- it's like what they do in TV, sci-fi TV, when there's they can't afford a set. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. maybe if we had seen this in 71 or 72 and been like, oh my God, like, it's so political, like, maybe it would have rung a bit more true. Mm. I don't know, yeah. I mean, but Donald Pleasant's character is so odd, you can't really get what he's trying to do anyway. He doesn't seem to yeah, have a motive. Yeah, I don't get the in there. Like, what's the, yeah, what are they trying to say? Like, 
No. Yeah, I don't know. I don't get mm. it. Well, because what's his his motive really? Just be is just be close to Robert Duvall, isn't it? <laughs> well, yeah, it seems to be. It's just throughout the whole film. Yeah, that. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I, I think so. Um, they walk off anyway. Duvall just says, "That's it. I've had it." So he starts walking, and they walk and walk <laughs> and walk, and then they meet SRT, and SRT is a hologram, but it, but mm. he's not a hologram. What he means is. Yeah. He's uh, the guy on the TV show that is the hologram TV show, and that's a bit kind. Of, for a while, I was like, "What? He's a hologram? That doesn't make any yeah. sense." Um, but no, he's a person still. Um, and I, I didn't really. I mean, I'm not saying it was a great job he had dancing mm. naked, but it's not a bad job, is it? I mean, why was he there? What had he done to get put in prison? He didn't say. Did he say no. He, no. no. But I mean, if you look at what Robert Duvall's job was, and then put Donald Pleasant's job or that courtroom job, mm. being a guy that just dances—I mean, I'm not saying it's great, but it doesn't seem that bad. No, well, I mean, it just seemed pretty easy. Yeah, like anyway, all, all oiled up. Um, yeah, so they escape, and they—they they basically they find the door, which is this dot, and I think this is probably one of again one of the best. Uh, moments in the film they open the yeah. door and then there's just this insane amount of people like more people than you can ever imagine just kind of charging through and it's a really kind of like it's a really good moment the kind of conflict between the kind of blank white empty space and then just this immense amount of people and noise that doesn't really make that's, any sense yeah and i guess the implication there is because they're not on the drugs that's why it's so overwhelming to them isn't it that's yeah it's- mate yeah Ironically, the extras were from uh, a drug rehabilitation facility uh, (laughs) because they all had shaved heads because they were like, Uh, yeah. It's the Sinanan facility, which is mentioned in Philip K. Dick's science fiction novel, Vallis. There you go. But he just, yeah, he needed a load of extras with bald heads, so he got a load of uh, guys from rehab. What do, you think, what do you think the relevance of that hologram is and why he says go like a different way? Is anything going on there? Like what the... What when he is a meaning there? You know, they get out. He goes like, "Oh, we're trying to find the exit." And he goes, "Oh, the exit's back that way," and then they find it straight away. Yeah, I don't know. Is it? No, it kind of annoyed me that there's like no real sort of no reason for stuff to happen at that point because it felt so not like tightly. Well, yeah, tightly plotted, but not like it wasn't like it wasn't too much exposition. Mm. But there was a quite a clearly defined story going on, and it kind of just falls apart a bit. I yeah. think. Yeah, it's a bit lazy. Like the motivations kind of go a bit all over the place, and it's just like a boring chase film for a bit. Then I think after that, like it's yeah. I mean, I yeah. From this point on, that is really all it is. Is just them. These sort of films es- seem to escaping. always have the same ending, don't they? Yes, yeah. yes. Of this period, definitely. Mm. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. Plot wise, Deval and uh, the hologram get separated from Donald Pleasance. Uh, yeah. They end up in this huge kind of like server room, which is actually yeah. uh, in the it's the Pacific Bell Telephone Company's. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's their room where they it's, it's their room where they keep all the servers for the, the switch room, basically. Uh, well, that was how to fill the film the audio in there. Imagine the noise out of that server room. Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah, and then Donald Pleasance gets on a train, and then he goes in a tunnel, sees a lobster, and then gets scared and gets yeah. back on the train. Now I didn't really get that. <laughs> No. Um, yeah. Um, and then as he, and then he he ends up in this weird. He ends up basically what seems to be the place where they record the the Jesus the stuff. Jesus confessional yeah. booths. Yeah. Um, and he kind of does this big thing. He's kind of like praying, isn't he? And like saying, oh, "I want to just want to start again." And yeah, which doesn't really make any. It, 
it, like it's, uh, that scene's all right just because Donald Pleasance is a really good actor. Yeah. I think he does really well with what he's got there. Yeah, but it doesn't. It feels like it's from a different film or something, or it's kind of not really. Yeah, you've just lost any sort of motivation. You're like, why is he there? What's he doing? Yeah, you know, because you don't really understand what he's doing anyway. It doesn't really no. make any sense for him to have this kind of moment of clarity, does it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's why I always struggle with these films in the sense of like if you're truly indoctrinated from birth mm. into these yeah. worlds and it happens on all these films is where they have like a, an awakening in, of yeah. independent thought the Michael Bay one as well what, the island yeah, yeah. yeah. it's like yeah. I'm, not, I'm not sure I believe it like and also wouldn't well they're off the drugs aren't they though that's, yeah that's but why would you yeah. keep the prisoners off the drugs wouldn't you keep them drugged up to the eyeballs like and why do they even have prisoners what's the point why don't they just kill them like do they really need what's it doesn't seem like well that's fair society well, they're it doesn't gonna really seem like kill him yeah well no isn't that because of that thing about the cost you know you know they keep, they keep that's a good idea I, I like that saying, concept like ch- the chase is a cost per yeah that was brilliant. It's, that was when it kind of won me back round again. The concept that, yeah, that the, basically they're chasing them, and all the while they chase them while they're under budget, it's okay. But as soon as they go over budget, yeah. they let them go. Like I, I like thought, that. a better ending to that would be would be if when he when they hit the budget limit, he just dies. Like they've got an off switch in all of them. Yeah, and like while yeah. they're worth while they're worth recovering, they recover then. And when they're not worth recovering, okay, that's it. Yeah, yeah. dead, and they just go like that, and he just dropped dead. That would make sense. That's never been a better ending. Mm, yeah. Um, it, 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 Duval also finds out that uh, his 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 child is well that Lure's dead and the child is a, in a that is fu- that fucked jar. up that <laughs> yeah and you didn't really know why it's as though like her, the birth is that like she's been reborn as her own fetus yeah, sort of yeah. thing wasn't yeah. it yeah like, yeah I'd, she's been regrown again as something new yeah I didn't really understand and that. they use the number again don't they? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't really yeah. get that, but yeah, it was horrible. And I like how all the while the cops are like trying to smash the door, but they're like, Carl, we're here to help you. Come on, yeah. just open the door. It's yeah. fine. Everything's fine. They've got that really like bland, kind of normal, nice voice, but they're just really obviously just trying to beat them up again. Um, yeah. That- well, they're not really, because that's, that's why it works really well, the idea of the asset like, retention, because they don't want to upset him, because yeah. until, it hit, until it hits that number... They want to rehabilitate, don't they? It's easy they yeah. can to keep the cost down. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Clever. Um, yeah, and then really... Uh, Pleasance, yes, is in some kind of... does seem to be an underground station. And we see a load of children there. And he kind of just gives up, doesn't he, basically? And yeah, just gets recaptured, weird. which is odd. They just run out of ideas, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> so what but, to do with them? But meanwhile, and I, I like the cars a lot... Um, yes, they're basically made Batmobile. Yeah, uh, the hologram and THX find some really cool cars. Well, they're just classic. Then... So, again, they always use the same sort of car. It's like it's got no real use, really, has it? Like, no, I don't see why car. they had them in. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just, why do they have them in that world? I don't know. Um, yeah, and then basically, as you say, this film then. To, I mean, the, the 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 hologram smashes into a wall really crappily. There's a, a beautiful shot when they, he shows, you know, the crash car? Yeah. And, like, he just shows the car, like, from the front. Yeah. It's a really nicely composed mm. image. Mm. Like, that has a wallpaper. Yeah. On my computer. Um, and then, yeah, and then there's kind of a big police chase. A- allegedly, I didn't hear it, in this police chase, uh, someone on the radio says, I think I ran over a Wookiee back there on the expressway. What? Yeah. I don't know. That's, I just, that's one of the IMDb uh, trivias that someone says that. I don't know if I... um, talking about IMDb, 
on there is no I don't think it is those two doing the voiceover oh okay pity no sound loads like him though Mm. I mean as far as Mm. it kind of if you want trivia on THX the THX 1138 or just THX or 1138 is hidden throughout tons and tons and tons of George Lucas's stuff like everywhere I mean I'm not going to I didn't even write them down because there's so many it's a bit boring but if you wanted to that like the landing the dock the docking bay they land on in Empire Strikes Mm. Back and yeah it's in everything, even like Indiana Jones and stuff. And it wasn't one of the best things about the cinema when we were kids, that THX noise, you know, the star of films. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, how exciting was that noise? Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's kind of just a big police... It's just a big kind of chase now. Um, yeah, and as we say, uh, they are all happy to chase them until the budget goes over, and then they kind of just let him go. And again, as Chris said, the ending is pretty much the ending of all these films. He gets outside and there's like, I'm outside. Mm. It's the sun. And even more like the ending of these films, Chris, in mm. the novelization uh, by Ben Bover, uh, in the end, he climbs up and mm. he discovers a beautiful and populated world outside. Mm. Um, uh. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, like, that's even more like Logan's Run and... The bay and all those, uh, the, the the what's it, the uh, the island and all those. Um, mm. Yeah, and that's kind of it, really. I mean, yeah, it's kind of. Uh, I, I appreciate it, just like just fucking off at the end, you know, yeah. not not yeah, <laughs> not overstaying the welcome. No, exactly. Like no, exactly. Um, yeah, and like I say, it's a bit hard for us to discuss. I thought at the time, wow, this looks amazing. The effects are great, and when I found out it was a pimped up version, I was actually a bit annoyed. You know that. I don't know though because I don't think I think what's good about it is the is the the editing yeah the, the set yeah. sets and, and I, yeah, I want to see what the originals look like effects wise because I don't know you know it actually might be telling the story better with what we're seeing yeah mm. like I said I mean it, the things he changed I think if you now now you're now you're thinking about it it's easy to realise the bits that he changed like I said it's the uh, those the, the shell dwellers at the end those kind of monkey creatures it's yeah. the bits in the factory. The um, the explosion. It looks like from what I'm reading here, it's like wider shots, basically than working, aren't there? Mm-hmm. That seems what, it, seems what it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall, as we've said, he's delivered kind of quite an adult, quite a interesting film. What did you guys think, kind of in general, about THX, Chris? What did you? Yeah, you it's think? good. I mean, I as I said, I think it's it's kind kind of eye opening that uh, George Lucas is even capable of this, mm. and it's funny yeah. really because it's his first one, so. Yeah, yeah. Because obviously, if you're just aware of his his later stuff, um, yeah, where he kind of you know money's no object, he can try and show everything he wants. Mm. Um, and do you think that's part of why it's better? Because actually, money was you know this he, he whole was generation. I think him, Spielberg, yeah. a lot of them. I think they're much better filmmakers when with the era that they grew up in. Yep. Yeah, mm. and the yeah, tools definitely. which they kind of honed their their craft mm. Um, mm. Sam what did you think overall um, yeah I like that it's different I I think it is very like a lot of those directors films of this period like remind me a lot of Andromeda Strain remind mm. me a lot of World on the Wire bit, remind me a bit of Coma yeah like a lot of films of this sort of you know low budget early 70s film school lot you know yeah, and I, 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 it's all right, but I think there's better films of that era. 
Um, They're lucky with the like, cast, aren't they? I mean, Robert Duvall and yeah. Donald Pleasance are both very good actors, and it does. Yeah. And the woman's fine as well. I'm not being rude about her, but she's she's okay. But she doesn't have that much. Do you to know do. she's been nothing else, that woman. Yeah. No. I, yeah. It's weird. weird isn't yeah, it? it is weird. <laughs> um, but you know, yeah, I could think the film wise, it was like half a good film, yeah. and then it just felt like they kind of run out of ideas. Mm. Like, like I can see what you can see that it was a short originally, can't you? In a way, yeah. Because <laughs> it's visually very strong, and like you said, the actor's really strong. But I just think it's not. Yes, it's interesting to see something do something different. It's just it not. It needed a it's whole good, extra something to do with the t- story, didn't it? I think. Yeah. It, yeah, it needs a twist in that the end of that second act when they get out of prison. There needs to be some sort of twist there, doesn't it? Yeah. There? Or yeah. It's not just we're on the run. No, no, and and not just like oh well, let's bring down the society because that's really boring as well. Because uh, yeah, that's no, normally the other way these films go, isn't it? Like, like, let's take down the whole society by unplugging this computer or killing this one person. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I agree. No, I mean, I, I was impressed at how adult it was and how kind of dark it was. And I mean, yeah. it, it does sit in that realm of films that I don't really ever want to watch again because oh. it's kind of just a bit grim and a bit like, ugh, like you know. Um, but I think yeah, it's, it was it, it's, it's it's interesting to see a director who. You know, we've seen a lot of George Lucas's work, and then to be kind of like mm. surprised what he can do, uh, and as Chris said in his first film as well, it's it's a it's a it's a, it's kind of refreshing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's just it it's it's hard to the the, the George Lucas who made this and the George Lucas who made Phantom Menace are thirty years apart, aren't yeah. they? Yeah, or thereabouts, and it's it's as though it's a different. Like he's just his mind's gone, hasn't it? In all that time working it mm. on making I eleven all that sort of stuff, yeah, he's become someone who's shepherding effects into reality rather than a director, hasn't he? It's kind mm. of yeah weird. And I think that even between like Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones, he loses even more of that and just goes to like it's a green screen and the camera's rolling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like Chris says, it is weird to believe that he did have this in him at some point, and yeah, it's kind of sad in a way, isn't it, that he can't go back to that? No. I mean, no, it's, when you think like you think now he's sold out for like a billion dollars, like why not go and make another like THX one one three nine or something like that? You know, why not go and do it? Well, you just can't be asked, can he? Yeah, fair enough. But yeah, mm. it, maybe it's just aesthetics know. changed as well. Like it's kind of yeah. like they always say, like he only made it this way because they couldn't afford to do things. Like he always yeah. wanted to show everything. Do you think that though? Do you think this would be more? Like, what would you do with more money on this? Well, it'll be or like, you know, there's a shot where they're all watching tennis or something, but he'd show, like, some fucking aliens playing tennis or, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess it's, it is he'd to go do all Dex's diner on it. Mm. <laughs> well, nothing wrong with that. Yeah. <laughs> it's to do with the tone of it as well. It just, just The tone of it just does not feel anything like the tone of anything he's done before. I mean, also as well, like, the thing about film school... So it's a joke, but also realistically, he was around people like that, wasn't? He? They were all like auteurs mm. up together, mm. yeah. And it's bound to rub off on you the fact that you're, like your best mates of Coppola and Spielberg, yeah. You know, you're going to have that affect what you're doing. I suppose when they when they diverge in later on in their career and surrounded by yes men rather than each other, yeah. mm. they you know Coppola goes and makes wine, Spielberg makes more films, and Lucas goes and mm. makes special effects. So yeah, yeah. So where does it go on the list? That is the question. Um... Anyone? Yeah, it's kind of tough, isn't it? Um, um, I I was thinking like eighties, but I'm going to guess you're going to say higher than that. Uh, but. No, no, eighties isn't bad. 
It had a kind of Mad Maxi feel to me uh, as a sort of a low budget, doing more than it should, but still not that great sort of thing to it. Yeah, yeah. No, I can. I know. I'm kind of down with that. Yeah, I mean, it was competently made. Like you say, it's kind of the first half is better than the, the second half, really. Because um, it was so early, not... I mean, it makes me feel. It makes me think less of like Logan's Run and uh, the that's Island true, yeah, and yeah. things like that. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't true. make doesn't necessarily I mean, make one very it's good, higher. It? it makes you know all that other yeah. stuff yeah. worse. Yeah, it's worth noting that uh, Phantom Menace is at sixty five. Oh, is it? Is it a better or worse film than Mad Phantom Menace? <laughs> It seems high, doesn't it? Yeah, that does seem high. What were we doing? That does seem high. I don't know. I um, think the Phantom Menace will live on. Ooh. Phantom Menace is more enjoyable. Um, yeah. I think we were shocked by how Phantom Menace wasn't as bad as we thought it was going to be. Uh, yeah. So it kind of yes. got like almost like it was like positive, uh, like positive prejudice because we were just like, oh my God, it's not that bad. Um, um, yeah. Can I just have a small Star Wars moment here as well? Have you? Did you read that script treatment from Trevor O of the Jewel of Fates? Thing? I've seen. I've read. I've read things about it, so I no. so I know vaguely what it have would have the, been. Have you seen the concept art from it with the no, like the this, there's like a guillotine Ooh. with like a lightsaber for as the Whoa. the blade. Okay. Looks really cool. Yeah, I went. Yeah, I went to uh, I mean, Star Wars Land last week in Disneyland. Oh yeah, was it good? Oh wow, the the theming is just mental. You know the yeah, I love it. It's great. What 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 rides have they got? Uh, Rise of the Resistance, which is the main ride. That was pretty good. What do, They've got like a whole like a hangar one, bay right? you can walk through. Is that the one that explains what Lando was doing to get all the ships? <laughs> no. there a, I read that there's a ride that kind of basically the oh they changed Star Tours to that's it include yeah him yeah Lando which pops up and goes. Oh. Hey, how you doing? I'm looking. Well, it's for on some the ships. other side of the park, Star Tours. It's back. It's like in Tomorrowland. So, uh, okay. it's and it Star Tours has got that kind of off-canon feel about it still, which is quite uh, okay. interesting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what's good about Rise of the uh, Rise of the Resist? Okay, is it called that? Yeah, it's it's kind of like the right. The queue is the ride, so it's not. It it it's kind of split oh. up into a few different experiences, which is quite good. Oh, that's cool. Um, and then I went on the other one, which was the flying the Millennium Falcon one, which is good. Oh, you go, you go nice. in the Millennium. Did you Falcon. buy a grenade, uh, pe- a grenade Coca Cola? No, I saw them there though. <laughs> I actually did. I had some food there, which was like this sausage wrap thing, but yeah. it was actually it actually made me feel a bit sick because it sold as like alien meat, and <laughs> do you know what I mean, like. Which and alien, then, though? Yeah. Yeah, but like, you know, like Bantha. Oh, God. Bantha <laughs> yeah. rap or something. And then yeah, I'm just wow. there like a little bit feeling a bit nauseous because it's kind of like, I don't want to eat fucking <laughs> alien meat. No, no, that's, yeah, that backfires a bit. Were there a lot of people in costume wandering around and stuff? Or? A few, yeah. Um, cool. They're always just trying to pu- push the new era, though, you know, of, mm. and I don't, I don't give a shit about that. Um no. But it's it's good. They've kind of split it in two, actually. Like half of it's like the old era, and half of it's the new era. Oh, um, cool. But they have like like cool little shops, like a uh, alien pet shop, and um, it, it's good. It's good. Mm. And the drawings. I drawing just um, I just googled that menu, mm. and it, apparently it was even worse. In October, they they changed a lot of the stuff back to human sounding stuff because people weren't buying it. <laughs> so. <laughs> 
Yeah. So it was even worse than when you were there, yeah. apparently. Oh it's just God. something quite disconcerting about eating meat, but then it's it's supposed to be yeah. something else. Yeah. yeah. Fr- fried endor in tipia. Yeah. Oh. See, that would have been That's better, I think. Fried chicken. I think. I think if it's... Oh, I don't know. It, just, it, it was a creature that you could imagine. That's why you didn't really like it. Yeah, like, it's just... It's like these dirty, like, animal animals from another galaxy. I don't really want to eat. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, anyway, and, and that on top of it just being really dodgy American meat anyway. Yeah, yeah. And there's, and there's you know, this, the, the you know, feeling of that in your mouth is just not... Yeah. And you wonder what kind of laws they can dodge by calling it that. Like, yeah. well, technically, it isn't from this planet, so it's we don't chlorinate, have to keep it up with the health and safety. <laughs> Chlorinated Ewok meat. Um, yeah. 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 But, yeah. Salacious, nice. salacious crumb on a spit. <laughs> <laughs> Did the did the um, was the Trevorrow? Did you think that would make would have made a better film? Oh yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah, okay. it's worth reading. It's it's more coherent, like like um, Kylo Ren's a big bad guy in the third one and things like that. And it's and, and like a lot of it's set on like um, occupied Coruscant. And it looks oh, really okay. cool. I mean, this still sounds a bit hokey, but not as perfect. it at least is is coherent with the second one. And I, I never thought I'd want a Colin Trevorrow film. There you <laughs> but go. It definitely seemed like something better than what came out. Yeah. yeah. It's worth a read, worth a read. Yeah, yeah, okay. So where's THX going to go? So we're saying around the 80s, I mean, around... I think 85. 85, what's that? Around Mad... So worse than Mad Max, but not... Below Mad Max. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm all right with that. Yeah, Chris? Yeah. 85 it is. Let's do that. So THX goes in the list at 85. Uh, It's a big old list. Uh, if you want to see the list, it's on our website. You can go and find that, uh, sciencefictionratingsystem.com. Uh, you can also email us if you want to make a suggestion, uh, as uh, Terry Tony. Tony did. Sorry, Tony. Uh, and that's sciencefictionratingsystem at gmail.com. Uh, or on our social channels, which are all S, uh, all sci-fi rating. That's Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Um, yeah, and please be in contact. Suggest some films. You'll go on air. You could even send us like a little video of you being like, hey, this is a film I want to, you know, I don't know. Don't do that. Don't do that. All right, no, don't do that. But, you know, just type us a message. Um, What's next week, Alex? Hey, well, next week is either... Okay, next week uh, we are going (laughs) from one big franchise, sort of, we talked about Star Wars, to another big franchise, which is Star Trek, because of the return... Of Jean-Luc Picard, Admiral, Captain, winemaking, bald man. Uh, Picard is on Amazon. Uh, we're all watching it. And because of that, we're going to watch Generations, uh, which is conveniently the next Star Trek film that we needed to watch. Uh, so, yeah. Cause... Can, you, can either of you guess when we watched Star Trek Six? Um, no. Two years long... ago. No. Oh, see, I, th- I thought it was really recently. It was last March, but I thought it was like September, right, but wow. no, it was March the 5th last year. And we have a... Oh, also, happy birthday to us. This is the um, week where we are uh, three years old, four years old, oh, three years old. Yeah. Happy cool. birthday. Happy birthday. Wow, us. three yeah. years. God, wow, we've done very well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. there you go. Um, yeah, so it's Generations, so there'll be a lot of Trek talk. Uh, yeah, Generations. To it. It'll be a long one. Brings to light another incontinuity with Picard, I noticed, as well. As well. Oh, did it? Did it? I could save it if you like. 
Yeah. Well, I'm sure we'll be discussing yeah. Picard, the TV show, and we'll be doing a lot of trick stuff. So join us then. His uh, chateau burns us. down. Oh, in what, generations. He could rebuild it though, couldn't he? Sorry? Yeah. Rebuild it. It's got all so. the Romulan it slaves the to help him. Yeah. They can just. Yeah. It, it can just click. Uh, you know, they've got machines that can make yeah. things out yeah, of thin follow, air. Follow right? in him. Yeah. 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 <laughs> anyway. You know, you know what annoyed me about Picard? Oh, sorry, what's that? Carry no, on. Go on. Yeah. Oh, I was just going to say, anyway, that's it. Bye. <laughs> I wasn't going to say any more than that. Oh, okay. Go on. What are you going to say about Picard? No, no, I'll wait because it's, it's a really oh, small okay, fact cool. to set off air. Okay, sorry. so that's it for us. That's Star Trek off air. Yeah. Um, yep. We will see you next week for some Star Trek fun Star with Trek, Generations. Yep. It's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from Chris Redding. Cheerio. And it's goodbye from Sam Draper. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.